0: My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. We can all get these symptoms from time to time. But if you or a loved one notice you're getting a combination of them regularly, don't ignore it. They could be signs of a brain tumour. My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. To learn more about the common signs of a brain tumour, search Better Safe Than Tumour.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk About Brain Tumours, the podcast where we'll be talking to people who've been affected by a brain tumour diagnosis, either their own diagnosis or the diagnosis of a loved one. We'll also be sharing news and updates from the Brain Tumour Charity about what we're doing to halve the harm and double survival.
2: Welcome back to the Brain Tumour Charity podcast. In this spotlight episode, myself, Cam and Sarah talk about our coping strategies over the festive period. And what about for you, Cam? What's Christmas and the festive period like for you and your household?
3: Um, to be honest, it's it's quite, my families are quite family orientated. When I was younger, it was always around my nana's. We'd always uh, open the presents on the morning. It was a, predominantly my mum's side of the family. would see my aunties, my uncles, aunt my cousins, and we'd all sit down and have Christmas dinner on there. But as we got older and sadly after my nana passed away we we all kind of stopped that tradition we have christmas dinner around our own house or occasionally we might get together and we'll go to a restaurant for it but yeah it's still a family meetup. up we'll um we'll all gather around one of the houses just have fun really and this year we've got we've got a few additions to the family, you've got nieces and nephews this year. It's going to be exciting this year, get to see uh, the little ones enjoy themselves. So, yeah, it's, it's quite usually quite a busy day. And then we finish off just a relaxed
2: evening, really. And how do you cope with the stress and stuff? I know well, you, you were diagnosed kind of when you were in your teenage years. So, do you yeah. think that had an impact on Christmas and how you dealt with it?
3: The biggest thing that affects me especially over Christmas, is the build-up to it. Not necessarily on Christmas Day itself, because I have found since I've been ill and been through treatment, I cannot cope with stress very well. I go from naught to infinity in a matter of seconds over the most basic of things and then also stress levels don't help with my memory. My memory's uh, not that good, again, due to my brain tumour. It's more the build-up than every than anything. Everyone's a bit stressed on the day because everyone wants everything to be perfect and it's not necessarily the opening of presents. It's when Christmas dinner's being made and things are a little bit heated at times uh, and you don't know whether it help or whether whether you're getting in someone's way. I think once the Christmas meal is over, that's when you kind of enjoy yourself, really. The only thing I've suffered with, really, is fatigue. It's a busy, full-on day with a lot of things going on, which sometimes I struggle with. When there's a lot on, a lot to think about, a lot of things to do.
2: It's that fear of missing out almost. Like you want to be part of everything, but you also want to go and have a nap. That's what I find.
3: Yeah, yeah. I find that I'm still mentally a little kid. Like I love Christmas and you want to do anything and everything you can to do with Christmas. But it tires you out, especially when you're fatigued quite easily. Sometimes you need to think to yourself. And either have ten minutes to yourself, or whether it's a nap, whether it's just to chill out. It's try not to burn yourself out too early because it's mm. a really long day. You tend to get up early, you know. There's a lot on through the day, and then it's usually a late night as well. So it's looking after number one. So it's looking after yourself, making sure that when you need to have a break, have a break. You need to take a breather and just let let everyone know i'm struggling a bit i'm having a bit of fatigue i just need five minutes you know just taking it easy really and just enjoying the day for what it is not burn yourself out and do
2: you have any other things that you do to to kind of top tips that you would suggest other people try out one thing that i
3: have found out probably more this year than most, even though I have used it before, is if you're getting a bit overwhelmed or a little bit stressed, try meditation. There's a lot of free meditation out there as well. There is ones you pay for, but you don't have to look that far. You can Google it. There's a lot of streaming, like even on YouTube, you can search. There's a lot of different types of meditation. The ones I find helpful uh, where the focus just on your breathing, being a bit mindful. Also, I find giving yourself a compliment every now and again, Mm. even though it's hard to do at times because you you don't feel the greatest, I think that'll help
2: you out. Sarah, is uh, meditation something that you find helpful?
0: I love meditation chandi and I know not every it's not easy for everybody so guided meditations are great I listen to Dr Joe Dispenza every morning blessing of the energy centers it it, it empowers your body it puts more energy into your body realigns your your energy centers and your magnetic field it strengthens you and it helps to heal the body as well as relaxing you so If you can and sometimes it's just a five or ten minute meditation. There's loads that are free on YouTube actually. I don't know about you, Chandy. Do you do meditations?
2: I try to. I haven't really done it in the last couple of of months. Probably should pick up again because it's something I find really helpful a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. And and do you know another great way to relieve stress and what's going on? Because there's a lot when, you know, dealing with a loved one who's got a brain tumor, if you've got a brain tumour, is to journal. And it's a great way, I know it seems quite simple, but a pen and notepad and just start to write down, say for example, I almost see it as a mini coaching session and I share this with other carers for my talk. So write down what are the issues, what's causing you grief at the moment. I then say to myself, well, what can I control? Because you can't control everything, of course. And then I then start to write down what I can control and what and what was your best friend, what what would they or you know, or close confidence say to you. And I start to write that down as my best friend. And then I start to underline the positive messages of what I need to do. And it kind of empowers me. Also gets it out of my head and onto paper as well, which is really useful.
2: And is that something that you do all year round?
0: I do it all year. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't write in it every night. I I kind of write in it as and when when... interesting things come up so it's not just about all the grief and stress that we endure but I also some amazing amazing things magical things and sometimes I you know I'll sit and reflect so when I get into bed I reflect on the day what's happened I know we we have this whole attitude of gratitude and you think really you know if you're looking after a loved one who's who's very poorly but actually I survey the day and I do it with Neil when Neil was here as well And I would survey the day and look at what did go well and what I was thankful for. So thinking about all the great things that are still in our lives, you know, really important to to have thanks for that. And it puts you in a good mood just before you go to sleep. So I do that as well.
2: Cam, do you have any final top tips or things that you do that are helpful over the festive period?
3: I'm still on social media. I think that can be negative at times because it is with... I find a lot of social media is you're comparing yourself to everyone else. Mm. And if someone's bragging about something that maybe you would have liked or at that moment in time you feel like they're having a better time than you, it's not good for your, your mental health. I think if you try and focus on yourself, just spend a bit of time, having a bit of you time. You know, Christmas is that. Off, everyone gets Christmas off whether you want to go out, friends and family, and be busy all day, or whether you just want to, you know, chill out and enjoy yourself, relax. Mm. It's about, you know, people say it's about giving, but you know, you don't have to have presents to receive a gift. You, you know, you've got that day off. Give yourself some time to relax and a bit of
2: mindfulness. Think about yourself. I think a point that you raised, like, you raised there, like. It can be hard as well, like if you're alone, if you haven't got those people to, to call upon. So if you are yeah. able to just reach out to a friend who you might think might be struggling as well, like not just those who are affected by brain tumours, because I know we've talked about anxiety and the stress of, of the festive period and wanting to be part of everything, but also being really tired all the time. Yeah, um, But I think like just reaching out to a mate and saying like, you're okay and just things like that, or having someone reach out to you could be really helpful. So don't be afraid to like send a text message or even try and phone someone because the festive period, I think, especially over COVID, has definitely increased anxiety for everyone. So
3: That's it. I think the biggest thing I've learned is how powerful a message or a phone call or something for someone to say, you know, are you okay? How was your day? You know, it doesn't have to be are you okay as if, like, something's wrong. Either you could message someone else and say, you know, how was your day, or something, because it opens it up for someone to go. Oh, actually, no, I'm having a bit of a bad day, or you know what, I'm I'm not feeling okay. It gives them the excuse to open up then and let it off the chest, because as I've said in in the podcast about, I try and say it as much as I can about talking to people, venting it, getting it off your chest, because. A lot of things, whether you, you write it down or you, I find it personally, I find it better talking to someone to get it off your chest. You know, if there is something wrong, you know, if someone doesn't have that place to go on Christmas or people to see and you've got friends or whoever, you you know, if you drop them a text, they might, might make the day to just think, oh, someone thinking about me, you know, Merry Christmas, how are you doing? Even if you have like a five-minute
2: chat with them, might, Lifting, lifting the dear. I think that's a really powerful note to end on. Thanks, Cameron and Sarah, for joining me today. To ensure that you have the right support and care that you need over the Christmas period, I sat down with Kate Skinner, the adult service manager for the Brain Tumor Charity. So, Kate, do you want to tell us a bit about you and what your role is?
1: So, I manage the support line services, the incoming services that we have that we use to support the wonderful community. We've got a wonderful team. So, yeah, it's a pleasure to be manager of the team.
2: So if someone is looking for support over the festive period, what's available?
1: So we, like you said, we recognise that there's people are going to need that additional support. We know that Christmas can be a little bit of a tricky time for lots of people. So we have our support line is still kind of open in the run up to Christmas. So it's open all the week before Christmas up to Friday the 24th of December. So on that Friday, which is Christmas Eve, we'll be open until 9 till 3pm on that day. So we're closing a little bit early then. We are closed over the kind of Christmas weekend. So from Saturday the 25th till um, Tuesday the 28th of December, we will be closed. But we reopen again on Wednesday, uh, the 29th of December, between 10 and 2. So we're also open... Thursday the 30th of December and Friday the 31st of December and those three days will be open 10 till 2 so people can yeah we really encourage people to get in touch with us call us reach out if you've had a bit of a difficult time we'll then be closed over the weekend again so Saturday to the first of January to Monday the third of January will be closed, but we'll be back open again, and then business as usual from Tuesday the fourth of January. So nine till five, Monday to Friday from Tuesday the fourth of January. So yeah, we encourage people to give us a call between that space of Christmas and New Year. But there's also the Facebook support groups that we run, so they'll obviously be operating as usual. Um, we'll make sure we've got a bit of a plan in place to try to make sure that we add as many people to those as possible before the before the Christmas break but they're such wonderful groups it's likely that you're going to meet someone on there at three o'clock in the morning if you ever need a bit of additional help there so we'll be monitoring those on those three days as well so Wednesday to Friday we'll be monitoring those making sure everything's all right but they are available yeah all throughout
2: And is there any other additional support that might be available to someone who needs someone to talk to or needs to access support urgently over the festive period?
1: So absolutely, there are other support lines that we're aware of. So in particular, the Samaritan support line is available 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. So we'd really encourage people if they're feeling a bit low, reach out, speak to them. They're a wonderful service and they're there throughout the year Um, of course if you have any kind of medical concerns there's always NHS 111 uh, reaching out to your GP your GP out as our hours service um, and of course in an emergency dial 999 or visit A&E we'd really encourage people to have a chat really open chat with their medical team before before Christmas and just understand who they can contact and when what the numbers are don't be afraid to, to ask, but it's always good to know exactly who you can contact, when they'll be available, who you should contact if there's, you know, middle of the night and you're a bit worried, who you need to be reaching out to. So, yeah, have those conversations. Make sure you know who to, who to contact.
2: Thanks again to Cam, Sarah and Kate for helping with this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. To give the gift of time this Christmas and support the British Human Charities fundraising efforts, Head over to thebraintumorcharity.org for more information. Whether you've been diagnosed with a brain tumour or a family member or friend has, they're always here to help. To access the support line, call 0808 800 0004. That's 0808 800 0004. Thanks again for listening.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like more information, you can visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org or email our support team at support at And finally, before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast, please can you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast so we can reach more people and raise more awareness. I'm Tamsin, and I work in the individual giving team at the Brain Tumor Charity. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with a brain tumour and are worried about your finances, the Brain Tumor Charity's Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, run in partnership with Citizens Advice, is here to help you. Our expert advisors can help you access the financial support you're entitled to, as well as give advice on how to make the most of your money. To make an appointment with our Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, visit our website at thebrainchimmercharity.org slash money or call our support team on 0808 800 000 0004.